Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's so great to walk with you today. In today's session, we ask some of the big questions such as, what is your aspiration in life? What do you long for? What would you regret if your story ended now? This is EI Week Self-Awareness, the third session, where we are going to ask important questions because we are last eight percenters and we will not let fear or what other people think of us get in the way of living our best life. Let's walk. feeling our belly rise and fall. In the last 8% morning, we walk. We integrate movement, and mindfulness, and mental training exercises. And we are in the middle of Emotional Intelligence Week looking at self-awareness. This is our third session. So just standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. We start by being mindful of our belly and our body. Belly rise and fall and feel our hands and our arms as they swing through the air. Feeling our belly rise and fall and sensing the area around our head and neck and just breathing into that area. So just feel your feet on the ground, walking. And feeling your whole body now from head to toe. Just feeling your whole body walking. Feeling the breath come right down into the toes and breathing out and releasing tension. Now moving to idea of the day because we have a lot to cover. This is self-awareness week, emotional intelligence week where we're focusing on self-awareness. I want to start with a big question such as, what is your aspiration? What is your intention? I'm guessing you are a good person wanting to do good things, wanting to live a great life, wanting to be happy, have a positive impact on the world. But something gets in the way. What is that something? Well, from our research, 
a big part are those more difficult moments we face, those more difficult conversations or decisions we need to make. We call these last 8% moments. It's like taking on a new challenge at work, following a career path that you really care about and not letting what other people think about that decision to overly influence you. Or it could be a big decision such as leaving a relationship that isn't working for you. Letting go. And being okay with even the hurt that comes in that short term because we know it's the right thing. These are all last 8% moments. And when we are not able to approach and be our best or as close to our best as we can in these moments, these moments accumulate. And we start living a life that we don't recognize. And we don't think it, it fits with our intention. So again, I have a question for you. Because this is self-awareness we're working on. What is your intention? What is your aspiration for your life? What do you long for? What do you really care about? And then how do you want these answers to be part of your life? These are the important questions, the big questions of self-awareness that we also need to ask because we do not want to live a life full of regret. Agatha Christie said, one doesn't recognize the really important moments in one's life until it's too late. So standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, feeling your feet on the ground. Today we're going to focus on regret because if we're not self-aware, we might end up living a life that doesn't match our intention or our aspiration, what we long for. And that would be a shame. So we're going to bring self-awareness to the big questions about how we are living our life so we can make the most of this one. And there's no better source for this than Bonnie Ware. Bonnie Ware worked in palliative care for many years. Her patients were those who had gone home to die. She was with them for the last couple of months, sometimes the last couple of weeks of their lives. And she wrote, People grow a lot when they are faced with their own mortality. I learned never to underestimate someone's capacity for growth. Some changes were phenomenal. Each experienced a variety of emotions, as expected, such as denial or fear or anger, remorse, more denial, and eventually acceptance. Every single patient found their peace before they departed, though. Every single one of them, she wrote. When questioned about any regrets they had or anything they would do differently, she found common themes surfaced again and again. And that's what we're going to focus on in today's episode. Here are the most common five that she found. Number one, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. According to Bonnie, this was the most common regret of all. When people realize that their life is almost over and look back clearly on it, it is easy to see how many dreams have gone unfulfilled. Most people have not honored even a half of their dreams and had to die knowing that it was due to choices they made or did not make. 
So what to do? Look inside. Figure out what is true for you. I mean, that's why we do this last 8% morning, so we can live more intentionally. Are you being driven by what you think others expect of you? What you think your parents want you to do, or your partner, or your kids, or your boss? Let me tell you, this is a losing formula for how to be happy, for how to be effective, for how to live a meaningful life. We need to find what gives us juice, what excites us, what is meaningful to us. Victoria Holt said, never regret. If it's good, it's wonderful. If it's bad, it's experience. I know from other research, people have found that it's the decisions that they didn't make, the risks they didn't take that felt like the big ones they regretted. So number one, she said, having the courage to live a life true to oneself. Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. She said this came from every male patient she nursed. They missed their children's youth and their partner's companionship. Women also spoke of this regret, but all of the men she nursed deeply regretted spending so much of their lives on the treadmill of a work existence. So what to do? Well, again, let's be aware. And this is a particularly difficult one as we are sometimes not aware of this until it's too late, until we spent a lot of time and wondered what was the point. And I think this can be tied to regret number one, where we are being driven by the expectations of others, by our boss or our colleagues, or by what we believe are the norms of our organization. Again, we need to realize, build this self-awareness to know we have a choice. And I think during COVID, this can be especially challenging because Many of the other activities that we normally enjoy outside of work have shut down. And so we don't have those escape hatches, so to speak. And so, and also our organizations might be fighting to kind of stay alive. And so we feel like we need to work extra hard. And we feel guilty, in fact, when we're not working as much as maybe we should. So... Number two is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. According to Bonnie, many people suppress their feelings in order to keep peace with others. As a result, they settled for a mediocre existence and never became who they were truly capable of becoming. She said many developed illnesses relating to their bitterness and resentment that they carried as a result. So what to do? Well, I think it's obvious this is really about last 8% conversations. So many of us avoid them. When I deliver keynotes or we deliver our training, the number of times when people, when they hear about this last 8%, they're like, oh my gosh. Knowing, internally knowing that it is part of their experience. And so many, and, and so it's just true that many <clears throat> of us avoid them. May, thinking that having these conversations will upset people, lead to broken relationships. And I can certainly understand that thinking. It most definitely can feel that way. I sometimes fall into that thinking. Except that it is often true that just the opposite is what occurs. By having these more difficult conversations, these last 8% conversations, we end up with a breakthrough in the relationship as opposed to a breakdown. We clear up some of the residue 
it creates a healthier relationship. And know that if it doesn't, then you will see the relationship for what it truly is. And you can decide if you want to stay in that relationship or not. Again, though, it needs to be a conscious choice. This is why self-awareness is such a critical quality. Without it, we can find ourselves simply falling back into our predictable default behavior of avoiding or making a mess and getting what we've always gotten in our lives. And again, we want more. We want to live more intentionally. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. According to Bonnie, often they would not truly realize the full benefits of old friends until their dying weeks, and it was not always possible to track them down. Many, many had become so caught up in their lives that they had let golden friendships slip by over the years. There were many deep regrets about not giving friendship the time and effort that they deserved. Everyone misses their friends when they are dying. Let me say that again. Everyone misses their friends when they are dying. I think it's obvious when I ask the question, so what to do? We need to nurture our relationships. They are the lifeblood of life. Be careful about how busy you get because it can trap us without us really being aware. Number five, and finally, I wish I had let myself be happier. According to Bonnie, this is a surprisingly common one. Many did not release, realize until the end that happiness is a choice. They'd stayed stuck in old patterns and habits. The so-called comfort of familiarity overflowed into their emotions as well as their physical lives. Fear of change had them pretending to others and to themselves that they were content when deep within they longed to laugh properly and have silliness in their life again. So what to do? We need to deeply understand that our life is a choice. That is why we do the last 8% morning routine on a daily basis. We need to remind ourselves to control the things we can, let go of the things we cannot, and to live in deep harmony, alignment with our intention. And self-awareness is at the heart of this choosing. Without it, we just continue doing what we've always done in a predictable way. With it, with self-awareness, we can choose consciously. We can choose wisely. We can choose to be bold and courageous. We can choose to be happy. So, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. Thinking about our life. Bringing some self-awareness to these five regrets. And wondering, how are we doing on these five Number one, I wish I had the courage to live a life truer to myself, not the life others expected of me. Or number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And number five, I wish I had let myself be happier. This is the deep work of self-awareness. And while we have done a whole week on self-awareness and we have a course that I'm so proud of at IHHP around emotional intelligence and self-awareness, this is never-ending learning, self-awareness. And so I want to challenge you to 
keep exploring, keep working at it. And so now as we finish with moving to gratitude, think of five things that you're grateful for. Five things that bring meaning to you, that you have some appreciation for. And just make that list in your mind. Feeling so grateful for the people in your life, the experiences you have had, the opportunities, the health, just whatever comes to mind. And walking, feeling our feet on the ground, standing tall, feeling grateful. I want to finish with one of my favorite quotes from T.S. Eliot. And just before I do, if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is the most important way to grow a podcast, and we want to grow this podcast. We want to have a big impact. So share it. Share it on social media. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. But as we're walking, I want to finish with these awesome words by T.S. Eliot. He said, We shall not cease from exploration. And the end of all of our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Have a wonderful day.